Hello, this is breaking news and a lot for TV reporters. We have passed the point of no return, but there's still a chance to survive. Everything depends on choice, your choice. What will you choose, death or life? The number of climatic changes continues to grow. Tornadoes, floods, temperature changes, cracks in earth crust, volcano eruptions and earthquakes. The geographical spread of all this event continues to expand. Hello, my name is Jonas. I live in Ethiopia and this report is made specially for Latcher TV. Today I would like to tell you about the climatic situation in Eastern Africa in the last few months. Approximately 80 miles, 100 kilometers from Addis Ababa, where I live, there is a town of Debreberhan. Two months ago, an earthquake of high magnitude happened in this town. We got quite a shock. In the first 2-3 seconds, people were very scared and worried. A similar earthquake also happened on March 24, 2018, near the city of Mekel, which is located about 500 miles, 700 kilometers from here. That earthquake was of 5.2 magnitude on the Richter scale. As to the recent events to Ethiopia, strong downpours took place in the Rwanda western province on March 3, 2018, where more than 25,000 people were affected by flooding and rendered homeless. But in that same month of March, a major flood covered Kenya, and as a result, 19 people died and 20,000 people were forced to leave their homes. Also, in March of 2018, we saw a sudden and powerful fault in the Earth's crust. It is being talked about the beginning of breakup of the African continent. A main highway was destroyed as a result. Major flooding took place in the capital of Tanzania, Dar es Salaam. These and other natural disasters show us that we are witnessing the last of times. I think this is happening because humanity cannot return to their true nature. People need to communicate and love each other. We need to seek and find our true nature, realize that we are one family. Thank you. In our special report about the Hawaiian disaster, we informed you about the most powerful earthquake in the last 43 years, as well as the eruption of Kilauea volcano that followed. Today, the situation continues to worsen. Because of the earthquake, new fissures have appeared at Leilani Estates, which has caused lava to flow into the residential neighborhood. A USGS Hawaiian Volcano Observatory volcanologist, Janet Bapp, has reported that two more lava vents have appeared around the volcano. As a result, the number of lava fissures in the vicinity of the volcano has now reached 12. As of today, the volcano has destroyed 35 structures covering an area the size of 75 football fields with red-hot lava. The level of sulfur dioxide in the air has risen sharply, making it toxic for people. Over 2,000 people have been evacuated.
Lava fountains are gushing as high as almost 70 meters. There is no indication how long the eruption of Kilauea volcano will continue. Scientists have stated that currently the process of eruption is showing signs of active intensification. Experts say that lava might continue to flow for months or even years. Wendy Stovall, a U.S. Geological Survey volcanologist, says that Kilauea has been gathering strength for over 30 years. The lava levels in the crater have also risen in the last few weeks. They were inflating like a balloon because magma was getting backed up from below. At one point, the levels dropped. However, a sudden eruption started. The cause of this may be either a sharp increase in magma supply or something blocking its path out of the crater's system. Volcanologists have been tracking this development since it started last week, but many questions still remain unanswered, the biggest of which is when will it all end? Some scientists believe that this may be just the beginning of a more massive catastrophe. While observing all these events, we're beginning to think about what's most important. And it's very heartwarming that there are more and more of those who are not indifferent to the fate of humankind. This is reflected in the comments from people who watched the special edition about the Hawaiian disaster. You look at this road which drivers traveled just a short while ago without a care. Everyone on their own affairs with their own cares and problems. And now there is a crack right in the middle of the road with lava spurting from it. Indeed, how fragile is the world that we've built? Seeing events like these, there is something for everyone to stop and think about. It turns out that the meaning of human life is not to build a house, since it can all be destroyed in an instant. Already now, without waiting for a reason, we can drop the slavery shackles of our earthly selfhood and help each other, which is especially necessary on the threshold of major cataclysms. The disaster in Hawaii concerns not just the residents of this region. Earthquakes, volcanic eruptions are an impending future that we cannot avoid. But we can help each other to go through this period of changes with the least losses. As it said in the program It Is Coming, let's unite and love each other. Together we can. Hello and welcome to Alaska TV. Today we are having an interview with a very interesting person. This is a specialist uh, who dedicated his life to studying very important things, volcanoes and geology. Dr. Lu Jinglu, welcome to our lab of TV. Thank you. It's a great honor to be here. Why, for example, Yellowstone Caldera is of such interest to the Geological Scientific Society? Yellowstone has miles miles in diameter, while smaller ones like Mount St. Helens may have just a few hundred meters of diameter. So our land is our that are dangerous human beings, and is called the subduction zone of humans. And this type of volcanoes is very explosive. It is very Another type of volcano is called the Hasselbach volcano. So in this case, this volcano is from anywhere on Earth's surface. Mostly, they are recorded in tier plate, others are intro and volcano. I think of like Hawaii as a perfect example. But now come back to Yellowstone. Yellowstone is very interesting because it has properties of type volcanoes. But we don't know on which type onto uh, because on the hand, Yellowstone volcano do have the so-called hotspot impacts. On the other hand, the Yellowstone volcanoes, as I just said, 
all exposed. So there are typical subduction nodes. And uh, there are actually more than one hotspot tracks. So this is atypical. Right? If we think about hotspot uh, volcano biomental pool, you see one track, but that's here. And they are moving the opposite direction. First of all, um, the system has all the properties of the Yokosuka volcano are not simple, acid as whole pot. But there are multiple hotspot tracks, and the volcanoes are highly explosive. Hello, this is a special reporter of Alatra TV, United States, Irina. Warning signals continue to come from Yellowstone. Over the past month and a half, the activity of the famous steamboat geyser has increased significantly. In just six weeks, three powerful eruptions occurred, although the intervals between water discharges range from one month to five years. After a four-year break, powerful eruptions occurred on March 15th, then on April 19th and 27th. Such a change in the eruption cycle of the steamboat geyser activity indicates increased tremors in the area of Yellowstone Park's Norris Geyser Basin. An indication of the impending catastrophe is the USGS study showing that a large amount of helium is being released from the hot springs of the Yellowstone National Park. The caldera releases thousands of times more gas than was expected. The bulk of helium appeared on Earth at the beginning of its existence and was dissolved in the magmatic layer and possibly in the core. It is known that as a result of volcanic activity, helium with magma paved their way upwards. Hello, this is a special reporter of Alatra TV United States Lydia. Today we bring you a special report on increasing earthquakes frequency in Yellowstone and Nebraska, as well as storm raging in Carolinas. The earthquake swarm began on April 11, 2018, with approximately 25 earthquakes rattling 32 kilometers east of Old Festival Geyser in Wyoming. 24 hours later, the new earthquake swarm in Yellowstone is counting more than 89 earthquakes and this number increases every hour. What does it mean? One thing's for sure. There's a new storm starting at Yellowstone. And it resembles a full-scale magmatic intrusion with pressurization with the weak earthquakes at the beginning, up to 1.5 magnitude, followed by stronger and more frequent quakes. Six earthquakes have shaken Nebraska already this week. This is a really lot knowing that just 46 hit the state since 1975. The quakes are most likely due to fault lines that run a few miles underneath the ground. But it's certainly not a fault that officials can map at the surface because if you know anything about this area of Nebraska, you know there is no rock outcrops. And mostly when seismologists map faults, they map them in bedrock. Another mysterious swarm of earthquake hit McAdam in a New Brunswick, Canada, a place where there is no fault lines. A powerful storm has hit the states of North and South Carolina. The city of Greensboro has suffered as a result of tornado. Houses have been damaged and destroyed. There are problems with power supply. 
Good afternoon. This is a correspondent of Alatra TV Dubai, Victoria. Since the beginning of April, the weather on the planet continues to surprise us with its unpredictable changes. On April 2nd, the southwest of Saudi Arabia, the Asir region, was hit by rain with hail the size of a golf ball. Large areas of the region suffered snowfall on April 3rd. Over a period of six hours, there were torrential rains, hail, and snow in different regions. A week later, on April 11th, the same region of Asir, as well as neighboring Mecca, Shakra, and Al-Taif, again experienced the rage of nature in the form of a sandstorm and torrential rains. The water rapidly flooded roads, cars, and shops. Due to bad weather, schools were closed. More and more warning signals continue to come from USA, Japan, Italy, and China. Well, thank God, yes, many hear us now. But those many who hear, they're indeed a grain of sand out of almost 8 billion people. Isn't that right? People will listen to us more seriously when the boot will creak. I mean Italy. These are not cries wolf-wolf. This is inevitability, which is here outside the window. I will say it's simpler. It is not in my habit to predict something, to give forecasts. Well, I will simply now briefly say for our esteemed businessmen that I would not make long-term investments into many countries, including, for example, the United States of America, Japan and China. I simply wouldn't. I don't have anything against and I'm not predicting anything. These are facts which cannot be erased. And in general, what are investments? What is money? A little time will pass. A piece of paper, it will remain a piece of paper. I will not even mention these cryptocurrencies or something else. It will all disappear in an instant. And what then? Increased seismic and volcanic activity in this and other regions give one grave cause to reconsider one's outlook on life. Ayuyama Volcano awakened in Japan for the first time in 250 years. A special correspondent for Latra TV Vladislav will tell us about the events taking place in Japan. Greetings, Vladislav. Hello, we are reporting from Naruto, Japan, especially for Latra TV. In Japan, Iyoyama volcano, which awakened for the first time in 250 years, began erupting. The mass media is reporting about evacuation of Mountain Lodge's residents. The eruption started on April 19th at 15.39 local time. An injection of volcanic minerals around the crater occurred at an altitude of 5,500 feet above sea level, and clouds of dust and volcanic roads rose high into the sky. Official representatives of meteorological agency raised the eruption alert level to 3 on a scale of 1 to 5. About 40 miles away from Iyoyama, the city the situation is even more dangerous. Stratovolcano Sakurajima, which is a part of the Ira Caldera system, has been erupting since April 17, 2018. More information is available at geocenter.info website. According to GMA data, Sakurajima has been assigned an orange danger level. Let us recall that the Sendai nuclear power plant is located within 30 miles from Sakurajima, and the large Japanese city of Kagoshima is just 10 miles away from it. The reasons why the Ira Caldera should be of interest to the scientific community are set forth in a climate report. Nevertheless, it is worth mentioning 
mentioning that at times of cataclysms, the Japanese have shown an example of humanness and mutual assistance, because all of them understand that the greatest value under such conditions is life. The program about spiritual grace provides a deeper understanding of how to live the real life inside yourself, and from that follows the external life. Now I'll return the floor over to my colleague from another corner of the planet. Hello, we are bringing this report from the city of Vladivostok. A powerful 5.8 magnitude earthquake rocked the district of Shimane in Japan on the night of April the 9th. Windows were broken in some areas, cracks developed and roads were severely damaged. Another 5.3 magnitude earthquake happened in northern Japan on April 24th. Anomalous heat came on the hills after anomalous snow. In some areas, the air temperature exceeded 30 degrees Celsius. Greetings, this is an Alatra TV Italy reporter. Recently, the number of natural disasters in various corners of the planet has been mounting, and Italy is no exception. It is one of the most seismically active European countries. A 4.7 magnitude earthquake shook the central part of Italy on April 11th. On April 24th, intensive explosive sequence was recorded at the Stromboli volcano. Ejections of lava reached 250 meters high. The ash plum rose several hundred meters. Interestingly, the next day, on April 25th, the cataclysms in Italy continued. In the area of the Apennine Peninsula, there occurred 11 earthquakes in a row during one day. The force of tremors ranged from 2 to 4.5 magnitude. All these earthquakes occurred in different regions of the country. In central and southern Italy, as well as in Sicily, ground vibrations were felt through the coastline of the region up to Pescara in Abruzzo and far to the south from Apula. We are with our reporter from South Korea. Hello, Anna. Good afternoon. This is a Latter TV reporter coming to you from Jeju Island, South Korea. On April 13, the authorities of the Pacific Island country of Vanuatu announced a state of emergency as Manarobui volcano on the Ambai Island has awakened. In some areas, a critical situation has developed as house roofs collapsed under the weight of the ash and there were shortages of drinking water and food. Residents are urgently being evacuated from the most dangerous areas. As of April 25, the Manarobui crater has been assigned alert level 3 out of 5. On the island of Ambrun, there are level 2 alerts in connection with the eruptions from the craters of Benboy and Marum. Alert level 2 is announced about the potential eruption hazard of the Gawa volcano. The Lopoli volcano located on the island by the same name is also at alert level 2 of eruption hazard. Good afternoon, we are reporting from Raman Khan, Israel. On April 19, 2018, a 5.6 magnitude earthquake occurred in the south of Iran. On April 24, a 5.1 magnitude earthquake was reported in the southeast of Turkey. And on the same day, there was an earthquake with a magnitude of 5.6 near the coast of Nicaragua. And now Victoria will share with you the events that have occurred in Israel. Yes, I'm currently in Ashdod. This year, we had almost no winter. In February, it was 28 degrees Celsius, and we had sandstorms. This is not normal at all. What is happening now? Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Beersheba, and Rishon had flooding. My husband was traveling from Eilat on the highway that passed through the desert, and he says they just saw that a horror was coming from behind. He hit the gas pedal and got away a bit, he said. 
all roads were blocked because there were practically no roads left. Water with sand had washed away all the roads. The next day, young people, 17, 18 years old, went camping, and they got covered by mud flow, and 10 people died. There was a storm warning two days before. The information was on social networks, television, and radio. But careless attitude of both adults and children towards all this has led to tragedy. And in the program It Is Coming, it talks about the global climate change on Earth, and it's already here. What history teaches us, when eruption of one volcano wiped out an entire civilization from the Earth's surface instantaneously. Hello, you're watching the breaking news on Elettra TV. Nowadays, humanity faces a huge global-scale change. Not just in terms of climate, but in the shape of our planet. Will people be ready for these events? After all, as history shows, global disasters can happen instantaneously. Santorini eruption is one of the biggest disasters that influenced the history of the entire Mediterranean region. It was reflected in the ancient Greek myths, biblical tale of plagues of Egypt, and even in the legend of Atlantis' destruction. Strabo, an antique Greek geographer, 1st century AD, reports about the biggest volcano eruption in the Aegean Sea, which took place around 1400 BC. An explosion of gigantic force had shaken the Aegean Sea. The island on which the volcano was located went up in the air and turned into dust. Civilization of this island was destroyed. A giant wave went throughout the entire Mediterranean area, causing multiple floods. A wave from Santorini ran more than 80 miles and reached Crete, the island on which Minoan culture was starting to flourish. Ships, the force and glory of Knossos, the capital of Crete, were sunk. Temples and buildings were destroyed. Three feet of ash covered the fields of Crete. Weakened Crete could not withstand the Kean invasion and was conquered. Three days of darkness could also be a consequence of the darkening caused by volcanic dust lifting into the upper layers of the atmosphere. Waves that hit the islands and the coast of the Mediterranean Sea after eruption led to an appearance of a tale of waters retreating and subsequent drowning of Pharaoh's army. This historical event shows us how fragile the life of a human being can be and how suddenly and in a single day an entire civilization can be destroyed. In current climatic situation, it is more important important than ever to understand the seriousness of what is happening on the planet, to realize the responsibility that lies on each of us for how humanity will go through all of these events. After all, our tomorrow depends on our today. Humanity, which would be able to unite, to unite in love and respect as one family, which it should be in fact. All this humanity, it would be able to withstand anything. Once again, we see planetary scale changes. I realized for myself how serious these changes are that are taking place now. Therefore, their consequences, potential risks and difficulties for people in connection with future events on Earth should not be underestimated. We need to prepare for these events. Cataclysms happen constantly and every day it happens in new regions with new people who just yesterday didn't think that something could happen that would deprive them of their home, deprive them of shelter, deprive them of food. 
at such a difficult moment, it is important to lend a helping hand to those in need. And the greatest value under such conditions is life. It is very important to understand the responsibility that lies with every person. It's up to everyone how in the beginning the city reacts, then the country, and eventually the whole world. After all, we're all one family. It is very important for all people to help each other, respect each other, love each other. So that if something happens that would force me to leave my home and move to another part of the planet or continent, so that I know that there will be people who are ready to accept me. But I can be sure of this only when I, myself, am that person who can provide shelter and share food. After all, it's actually very simple. To discover in oneself the simple truth that a close one is everyone. As Igor Mikhailovich says in the program about spiritual grace, love is what every person should have. It should be in abundance for everyone. That's the point. Then this is an ideal society and it is possible. Let's love each other. It's so simple. Then we won't have to fear any cataclysms. And every minute lived in love, peace and harmony is valuable. After all, it brings us closer to God. And living in the love of God, all fears disappear. Only love and life remain. And you should begin to live right now.